I hadn't really had a lot of strength to write this lately. Uh, just a lot of stuff going on. Um, but I just got this gust of wind that just said, write it right now. So I'm stopping mid text conversation to rush over here and write this piece about my friend who I miss and his dear wife that I have come to love as much as I love him. Here's a story of how I met my friend and his wife, Diana. Pre-COVID, I hadn't gotten hurt yet. I was 6'5", 275, strong, agile, moved around a lot, lifted heavy things. I laugh because that's all I used to tell people back in the day. What do you do? What's your job at the church? You know, I just lift heavy things. <laughs> I had a pretty physical job at the church and I started a small group. Um, it was a men's small group and we just did different odd jobs around the church. I'm a guy. So I know that if you want guys to gather, uh, it helps to have a mission. And our mission each week was to set up, tear down, or flip some space in the church. Afterwards, we'd get some food together. We'd break bread. We'd chop it up. And we'd do something that included the Bible in some way as we ate. It was actually a really fun group. And to be honest, that's getting added back to my personal physical goal sheet when I get better is to get back into a group like that because it was awesome actually we had some great connections in that space and I met a lot of really really cool people in that season one of them was this dude that Christy our cat care pastor had asked me to show around on one of my men's group nights it was a Monday night Christy had grief group therapy session that she led on a different side of the building. And she told me of an older couple that were on the way to serve that night while his wife was. They were kind of new to Soul City. And the wife was going to be helping with grief group. The husband had told Christy that it's fine if we even just needed our toilets cleaned. Uh, he would go around and clean all the toilets while we waited while he waited for his wife to finish serving with Christy. He just wanted to be useful while he was there. And Christy told me this. I'll never forget. And I remember thinking, that's freaking awesome. Like this old dude wants to clean toilets of the local church to serve. How humble is that? And that right there, guys was my first ever thought of this man. I hadn't even met him yet. I did meet him just a few minutes after that. Quiet dude, reserved. But he was reserved in this really kind way, you know? 
Like never, like some people are reserved. And you can feel them judging you. You know what I'm saying? You can feel the judgment, judgmentalness coming off of them. You know, or uh, just the fact that there's there's not really a relationship yet. It just feels insecure among people. But that wasn't this guy. It just felt kind coming from him, and he opened up and laughed with us. And you know what I'm saying? We we end up having a great time. I, matter of fact, I grabbed him and I said, look, bro, look, <laughs> if you hate it, you never have to hang with me again. Okay, that's it. You don't you don't have to hang with me ever again. But just give me this one night. And he laughed and I laughed. Um, Christy says to me then, and Joel, this is his wife, Diana. And I turned to her and told her, I'm a hugger. Is that cool? And I gave her a big hug and I welcomed her to the church. Thanked her for serving in grief group with Christy. And the moment happened pretty fast, honestly. It felt like I met a woman of God, though. Someone with deep feelings and empathy towards people. Much less the people that were in pain, right? Clearly, she'd made her way downtown to be with a grief group that night. And I'll tell you more about that story in another piece, probably, because meeting Diana for the first time was <laughs> incredible also. And God's definitely used that a lot in my life. He used the time that I've spent with her in prayer almost weekly for a few years since this story started. It just has been incredible. But I'm terrible with names, guys. I'm, I'm like terrible with names. And... Uh, you know, this was not one of those exceptions. Okay. And so I'm walking down the street, down the hallway over to my, our side of the building. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, Diana's husband's name is Bob. Yeah. Bob. Okay. Yeah. That's what, that's what they said. And then out loud, when I get to the top of the stairs, I'm like, Hey guys, meet Bob. This guy wanted to clean toilets instead of hang out with us tonight. And we all laughed real quick. And, I, and they were like, well, some people were like, wait, what? And I, was, and I explained, you know, you know, he was didn't care what he did. He just, he would have cleaned toilets. But I figured this would have been more fun hanging out with us. You know what I'm saying? Having some pizza or whatever. And, uh, and that was the first time that we all kind of laughed. And then just that fast, we were all brothers. Just that fast. Um, sometimes it's so simple, right? Sometimes it's just that easy to meet a person. From the Love Works side of the church, I had got a reminder that there was a mission trip that was actually leaving that week. So we were about to start our, our small group, but there was a mission trip that was leaving that week. And I had been on a few mission trips at this point. So I have a very big heart for, uh, for the work and for the trip and for the change that God's going to do in your heart. In that time, like I'm really avid, you know, missionary person, right? More about the change that he does in the people that go than the people that we're going to go, quote, save, right? It's never, it's never ends up being like that if God's working, you know what I'm saying? It, it, the change that happens is incredible in mission work if you, you allow it to be. And so we got a chance to go pray for them. Well, the reminder was that 
they were leaving that week and they were in their last send-off meeting and so i jumped at the chance to go down there and pray for them but i wanted all my friends to come too so i took my whole men's group down there and you know crashed into their their you know 10 person meeting with my eight people or whatever it was and we just said hey can we pray for y'all and send y'all off but then somehow of course joel i started i I ended up teaching a message matter of fact it was the message that i had taught the day before in my kids middle school class at church because the day before was sunday and i had taught in their class yesterday and so i had this message that was just really like fresh on my heart and it worked perfectly with with whatever god was telling me in that moment to talk to these people about and so then i'm abusing the dry erase board and telling this whole story and 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 saying you know kind of like about how god was going to be with them in their journey outward but was going to and, and could not wait for them to come back changed and just to keep their hearts open to all those things and yada yada and i felt like it went great right like sometimes i kind of zone out and things come out and next thing you know i look up and there's drawings on a dry erase board you know what i'm saying because i get so into it but i thought it went pretty good but i remember the part about bob the most clearly and i remember he was sitting down to my left i was sitting on a stool so just a little bit higher than him but i was kind of like perched on the chair on the stool you know, with my back to this dry erase board that I had just Professor Joled. And I remember feeling that, man, this dude gets it. I just remember feeling it. I remember feeling like he was supporting me. Even then, even in those moments. And we didn't even know each other. We wrapped up that meeting with... Uh, them getting ready for their trip, gave everyone a plethora of high fives, and I and we prayed for their self safe travels. We went back upstairs to finish flipping the auditorium, and I'm not gonna lie, I kept my eye on the old dude. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, I gotta be like, all right, where's where's Bob at? I want to make sure that you know he's not doing too much or whatever. But I noticed that he was strong, and he was able, and he was wise. Like he was stronger than I would have expected him to be, and. And he was definitely able to pull off anything that it is that we needed done. But you, he used wisdom. Grabbed somebody to tell him to come help him lift, team lift something, right? Us dumbasses would be picking up chairs over our heads. And he would, you know, be like, hey, you know, this is, he's just wisdom, right? You could just, he had it on him. And I remember him contributing as much to the, to the night as anybody there and i think the dude was like 74 years old right and i was just like it was cool i thought hey bob it's time to eat let's go so we finished finished putting all the uh tablecloths on the tables in the auditorium getting ready for alpha and we broke bread together and that was our rhythm. We talked about some topics. Um, sometimes we just do a check-in. You know, I could tell Bob was going to fit in just fine. Matter of fact, 
I really liked hanging out with uh, with him, just like I like hanging out with a lot of older people in the older generations that are just, you know, they're fascinating. Um, they're fascinating to me more than, 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 you know, the fact that humans are normally fascinating in general to me. <laughs> I love it. I love listening to people and, and studying people. But older people, I think you can, live, you can learn so much. You know what I'm saying? If you listen, you might learn something. And that's the truth. And I could just tell that I wanted to learn from Bob. At the end of the small group, uh, and remember this part, me and Bob have only known each other for about an hour and a half, maybe two. But at the end of the small group, we go downstairs, we start walking back towards, uh, to, towards where a grief group was being held, you know, so he could pick up his wife. And, uh, and I remember being like, uh, you know, so, buddy, What'd you think? You know what I'm saying? You coming back? You think I'm crazy? Uh, what? You think I'm a crazy person? Just admit it. It's fine. You can admit it. You can admit it, Bob. He's laughing. I'm laughing. And he goes, we got to tell my wife that I hated it and I had a terrible time. <laughs> Go over there and tell them that I don't want to come back. She's going to have to find her own way to church next week. <laughs> and... <laughs> I walked over there and I uh, told Christy and Diana just those words. And, you know, the look of concern on Christy's face was palpable. Uh, you know, I, ha I told Diana that she was going to have to find her own way back next week because Bob doesn't want to come back anymore. Christy laughed and she goes, wait, you mean Tom? And I'm like, Tom, <laughs> she goes, Tom doesn't want to come back here. What'd you do? Yo, y'all, listen. Remember the whole not being given names thing? I gave this man a name that wasn't his name. And all night he answered to it. <laughs> I mean, he laughed. Christy and Diana laughed. I laughed. I laughed because I felt like a, an asshole, actually. <laughs> because I didn't remember his name. And I called him a different name the entire night. But it was clear in that moment to me that this was my dude and I was his dude. It was just clear. It only took one night. But but I'm uh, but I'm confused, right? So I look over at Bob. Uh, I look over at Tom, and I say, "You let me call you Bob this whole night, bro, and you didn't correct me." And he just looked at me like. It didn't really matter what you called me. Remember the humbleness that I, I first thought about him before I had even met him? It was a real thing. It was a very admirable thing that I absolutely loved about Bob Tom. He was a model for how Jesus can make someone tender and keep you keep your spirit safe even as you face trials in life the man had been through so much and still had a great sense of human humor he still was nice to everybody he still genuinely cared about the people that he did life with and yeah yeah i told tom i renamed him because of course i did i said hey tom <clears throat> Your new name is Bob Tom, bro. 
because you let me call you Bob all night. I figure you must like it a little bit. So from that day forward, Bob Tom was his name. His name is literally Bob Tom in my cell phone right now. Every time we saw each other, I called him Bob Tom. 100% from that day on. I asked Diana, oh, how's Bob Tom when I talked to him? And she'd laugh. And every time I saw him, we'd laugh. Every time. Every single time. I know Bob Tom is in a special place in heaven. Right now. I know he is. He passed away this week on Monday. Mm -mm. Heaven got blessed this week on Monday. My heart breaks for Diana all week. I've been praying for you, Diana. Those long, stupid, dumb prayers that you like too. I've been praying them for you. I promise you told me that sometimes you uh, uh, read my pieces. And so I hope that you're reading this one. And I hope that you know that I love you and I miss you and I'm, and I'm sorry. Will you pray for me real quick, uh, Diana? And those of you listening, will you just pray for Diana too? Pray that God will send a sea of angels to land on you tonight, Diana. That you will be comforted. That you will be blessed in the morning. God, we just ask that you're close to Diana tonight and through this season. We couldn't imagine, Lord, what she's going through. We just need you to do only what you can do. To be with her. To be close to her. God, give us direction. Give us instruction on how we can best support her, Lord. Starting with prayer. Started with continuous prayer, Lord. Let us continue to pray for her and support her and bring her to you, Lord, and intercess for her. We could not imagine, Lord, what she's going through. Just put your angels with her and be close. Amen. Bob, Tom, I miss you. I miss you, brother. I'm going to keep praying with Diana. I promise. Thank you for everything. You always believed in my heart. And that's always meant so much to me. I want to be funny and tender and tough, just like you when I grow up. Hey, you know what? <laughs> what am I doing? Hey, you're an angel now, bro. You're an angel now. You know, keep an eye out for your boy. Thank you so much for um, just making such an impression on my heart. Ladies and gentlemen, I just wanted to share this story with you about my friend, Bob Tom. 
because I miss him, because he's the type of people that deserves to be talked about, celebrated. He's the type of person that will be missed. But for anybody that's experiencing pain or loss today, I'm praying for you too. I know that uh, it's not easy. I know that loss is not easy, but don't give up. Appreciate each and every moment that you have today. Shoot someone a text message that you love them. While you can, you know. Thanks for tuning in, y'all. I'll talk to y'all very soon.